What is up, everybody? Hey, we finally got the whole gang back together for another episode of Fly Casual. You're going to want to stick around on this one because it's the first time in the new year, the first time since The Force Awakens, where we can all get together and harass each other properly. We've got some news to cover. We've got toys. It's another rousing episode of Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Hello? Yellow. Hello? Yellow. Hello? Yellow. 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 Green? Greetings. Purple. Blue Blue horseshoes? Greetings. Purple horseshoes, blue diamonds, (laughs) yellow moons, red balloons. Purple cat? Yeah, I remember remember when they added the red balloons. I I thought, you know, this this whole romance is over. At this point, at this point, they've jumped the they've jumped the cereal shark. Throwing the red balloons in there—that was just—that was crazy. It's too much. It was over the edge. And then they're adding rainbows and crap, and it's like, what do you guys even think? What are you? What are you even doing over there? I like the red balloons. Bunch of. You know when they really know, lost it? That even... was when they added the green discharge. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! These and charms. Back. These charms don't feel quite so lucky anymore. Yeah. The white cloud never really looked like a cloud. <laughs> oh no! What has happened to this entire thing? This fly casual. Episode number, I don't know, because I'm not scrolling fast enough. 72, that's how you know we're back, because I'm so ill-prepared for the intro. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Uh, behind me at Master Control, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Hey. Hey. What's up? I don't know, man. Um, I'm I'm stuff. not eating Lucky Charms anymore, I'll tell you that. I just have to tell you guys that the Blacklist is getting so good. Oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I stopped after season one. Uh, well, that's wow. when it started to get like this season. Killer. Uh, wow, really? It's like, okay, watch all the, the crappy stuff and then then it'll get good. Just, uh, just I'm sorry. Through it. I only watch James Spader in robot form. That's my policy. That's what I do. Yeah, well, he's pretty much the same character. Yeah, but he's not a robot. <laughs> he's got to have a metal shiny, you know, and red glowy and why even put nouns? I like I like James Spader, and you can go suck it. I I don't Ooh. dislike him, but I kind of hate him. Kind of kind of like you hate uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, that no no uh, that was Mike and Potter. I'll, 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 I'll wave that flag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I do it's have to get another somewhere. thing I have to bring up is on the last episode. I yeah. kept hearing spoilers. It was it was I don't it was an exquisite episode. I don't by the way. dislike it. Yeah, we got a lot of people loving it. Uh and but you kept saying I don't dislike it. I actually like it, but here's all the things I hate about it. And you know that's how he's pet peeve. Well, when if you, you like something, you when, are not allowed to critique it. When you spend ninety nine percent of the episode <laughs> talking about what you don't like about it, and then you say you like it, I don't believe you. Yeah, well, so Mike's you know a liar. Mike, Mike and Potter are liars. The whole cast, Howie. You guys, you guys are all. There was a spot where I said, "Hey, let's let's rapid fire some things that we like about this." Film. Oh, I, I, yeah, I turned it off after that. No, yeah, that. He, he didn't get to that point. He was throwing his headphones across the room. Driving cars into <laughs> other cars, it got really brutal. No, when he I, to- I, I, well, I admit there's things that aren't the best. How he hates Force Awakens. I hate yeah, Force Awakens. Too. I don't want to hear any more of your negativity. I hate Force Awakens too, but <laughs> well, you can in a loving club, in a loving way. You can join the club of Force Awakens no. haters with no. Mr. Michael J. Archbold. Yes, 
Yes, I am there, and I, I am. I can't wait to sit down and hear these critiques. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think there was such thing as a critique from Howie. <laughs> and of course, across the pond and down a few, Mister Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Hey guys, that episode we actually got more positive response than any episode since the last time Steve Potter was on. It's the <laughs> it's the it's, it's, it's the dulcet the dulcet English tones. The it was the, crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're 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 enchanted, enchanted by the sounds of his but voice. I, it's I, almost I, like one of us needs to vacate a seat, Mike. Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, he well, did. He's already he's vacated not the sitting seat. in it yeah. right now. He's over there laying on his bed yeah. with his bobby socks up in the air. Oh, yeah. oh, Mike, yeah. you know. Uh, but I do yeah, want to take yeah. a jab you're, that you're you're a you're a guy. <laughs> remember that. You can handle it. That, come yeah, come on. That um, the the Force Awakens. Spoiler cast that we did right after the we saw the movie, yeah, is more than twice as many downloads as last week's. Good, but it's been out twice as long. Uh, oh, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> let's let's, I see let's it in do IMAX, a though. That changed my opinion. Let's do a whole stats review. Let's have a board meeting right now. All right, <laughs> on the yeah. air. On the air. <laughs> okay. How many guys. now? Where are we at? Oh man! All right. So what's the grand count up to? What? How many times has everybody seen the movie? Howie. Uh, six elephants. Six elephants. No way. Six what? elephants Which equals once. Equals once. How he saw it one time. Wow. That's enough for five. That's, okay, I, I have to preface this as I have practically five kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> should I be have, one time each. That should be five. I have zero. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go ahead and take a a uh, those those children. A gaggle. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a gaggle of I didn't hassle. make them. I don't gotta take them. <laughs> That's my. Let policy. me tell you, if it was up to me, I would have seen it ten times already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. I'm at, I'm still at two. Garrick, where are you at? Well, technically, I'm at two, but one of them was uh, the uh, IMAX, so that's like counts as two itself, right? I don't think so. No, I don't think it's it does. Twice as twice as big. No, only in your bank account. Does that's that, that's uh, only like half the movie multiplied by two. But uh, it was one of those IMAX things that was the real film IMAX. Yeah, yeah no, that's pretty. That's a special experience. Still, just one time. Yeah. Dang it! Yeah, two. We'll give you like two point one, and which been, rounds down I've been to two. Sick all year. Yes, you have been. Up, had Captain Trips or something. <laughs> so if I if I start hacking and die in the middle of this uh, podcast, just you know, we'll just make let, fun of you. Don't let Flag win, man. Yeah. take him down. Yeah, Go. I'll grab a kazoo and I'll play taps for you if that's the He's case. He's in Vegas. Take him down. Yeah, and uh, Mike, you're still at three. Four. Four. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, you saw yep. it 17 times in the first day. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Three times in the first 24 hours and then an IMAX excursion. A sort of a, a pseudo IMAX excursion. Right, right. The non-film IMAX excursion. <laughs> yeah. What did you think I'm of that to... IMAX, Mike? <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure this out because after our last conversation with, with Pot, Mr. Potter, he saw an IMAX version that was not 3D. I thought there was only IMAX Oh, no, man. See, I need to find me an IMAX 2D. <laughs> So oh. mine was an IMAX 3D experience. So I didn't care for the 3D, but the sound system was so much, so far superior. Oh man! It almost so outweighed. Good. It almost outweighed the uh, the <laughs> the displeasure at the 3D. So oh wow, man! Does anybody I, know what the grand total is up to yet today? Grand total or of what? Monies. Well, monies. Well, we's gonna hit the monies oh, here in our first. Yeah, I'm jumping. I'm jumping the gun. Seriously, so how he forgets how podcasts work? It's, <laughs> it's, been, a it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it has. So uh, before he can ruin anything else, why don't we go ahead and jump into some news? <laughs> wow. 
yeah. Money's, money's, money's. Yeah. That's what uh, The Force Awakens is all about. It's the big, big money. That's right. Um, the the, the of, sweet galactic credits. Yeah, the big like credits. Dash, dash. Yeah. They are up to, yeah. uh, as of recording time tonight, they $10. Are, uh, the domestic total is up to $825 million. That's all. Uh, that's almost are, a billion. That's almost. almost a billion. That's just domestic, too. It, has it opened that's, in China? It has opened yes, in China. It okay. Uh, it opened uh, on opening night. I, I think they they brought in thirty five million, which is <laughs> a giant number for China. Man, it is. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah. So, and we're at we're at about one point eight million. Or I'm sorry, one point eight billion worldwide. Jeez. So it's 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 obliterated all the domestic box office records. I mean, they're just oh, they're there are a few of them still stand. Yeah, right. I mean, they just um, they they wipe the floor with Avatar. I think Avatar was at seven seven hundred sixty million. If Somewhere I'm in that range. Remembering. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I mean, they're they they've just leapfrogged it, and in just a fraction of the time. I mean, yeah. this they, they were break. I think they broke this record in twenty one days. It hasn't I, even been a month. Yeah, yeah it hasn't. Man. Yeah, it hasn't been out a month. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been out exactly a month. Yes, right. <laughs> as you're listening, yes. It took Avatar. Yeah, right. It took Avatar. Um, it took Avatar sixty days, I think, to get to where you know it. It's settling spots. Need it, right. Cameron. Yeah, right. it looks <laughs> like we might. Bu- okay. I mean. If we've now, still got another month before this thing dies out, then we might bust a billion. Well, it is it yeah. is starting to die out. It's expected that this will be the first weekend that it, it does not hit number one at the weekend box office. So what's going to hit the, number the one are, this weekend? The Revenant. Uh, Re- yeah, Revenant. Revenant and, was uh, out last week. Do we really think that many people are going to go out the second week to see Revenant? That's what yeah, the predictions are. Box office mojo. So, so what? Nom- Oscar and Oscar nominations and Glo- Golden Globe wins have never, ever, ever driven well and i shouldn't say that the oscar nominations don't drive the the ticket sales as much as they drive the piracy, piracy and <laughs> of, of the screeners and, and the dvds yeah. now the only exception is when something sweeps the awards and they re-release it in theaters yeah then it gets that, a bump that's pretty rare that is pretty rare though. it's like happened the, the, whole, the last few years there's been a few things like that that they've done that but it's always one or two um at most i think uh didn't they re-release uh uh what was the Kevin Spacey? What beautiful? Um, oh yeah, American Beauty. American Beauty. Yeah. Didn't they do that with that one too? Jeez, sure. it's been a while. I, I know. Yeah, sure. everybody, just think back <laughs> to the American Beauty days and tell me all your American Beauty knowledge. Either way, um, it, I, I think it's it's got a real good shot of staying in first place this week, and that's my prediction. Yeah, well, yeah. that's box office I mean, mojo are the experts, and that's what they're saying. They're so. yeah. just uh, reporting I what they're wipe saying. My so, feet with them. but regardless, I mean, it's still pulling in tens of millions, you know, per weekend, you yeah, know, at this point. Crazy. So, um, where it settles, it's hard to say. So, uh, domestic box office is is all Force Awakens. Now, the international box office um, worldwide is going to be a little bit tougher. The the Avatar still holds that record, and that's at $2.7 billion. Yeah. So that's still got a way. I mean, it's got another billion to to go to hit that. So I it's it's doubtful, at least in my mind, that, that it'll have the longevity to get there. But um, but for all intents and purposes, Disney has a hit on their hands, and they are... Another interesting fact about that, uh, comparing it to Avatar, is... Uh, Avatar's budget was two hundred thirty-seven million. Ooh, where the Force Awakens two hundred. I, see, I thought it was over three hundred million to make that film. Well, I checked a couple different sources. They both said two hundred seven, two hundred thirty-seven. So right. So, Mike, you're the third source, but the other two agree. So you're out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Force Awakens was two hundred. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're two hundred so, million. So. 
Yeah. Wow. Right. Adjust yeah. for inflation. That's like five bucks, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All of this makes sense. <laughs> Math. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, the, I don't understand those, those global avatar numbers. I'm assuming they also include Blu-ray sales. At this know. point, uh, you, you have to. I, I don't not not through Box Office Mojo. Box Office Mojo is strictly well, they, they, strictly 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 the cinema. Yeah, as, man. Uh, Mr. Potter would say. In their cinema. name, Box Office. Yeah. You sound pretentious. I just want to let you know that <laughs> when you say well, that's, cinema, that's yeah. the only time I use that word is when I'm being pretentious. He but. sounds delightful. You sound pretentious. <laughs> yeah, so. you sound British. <laughs> no, if he sounded British, he'd sound delightful. <laughs> no. I thought so, British was bad. <laughs> only <laughs> only when they're invading. Okay. That hasn't happened in a while. Or I guess defending, depending on your perspective. <laughs> so <laughs> what's next on the list, Mike? Uh, anyway, yeah, just wrapping up. If you want to check out um, all the numbers for Force Awakens, boxofficemojo.com is the place to go and uh, get all the latest on the numbers. But J.J. Uh, Abrams, the movie is out. And... Um, of course, you know, they've been relishing in the success, the box office success of the movie, but uh, there are some criticisms that have come out. If you listen to episode 71, we had a few of those uh, voiced. We and, nothing, uh, nothing but good things to say in episode 70. Right, yeah. That's not true at all. Because <laughs> Howie harassed all of us, too. <laughs> he, stood, he stood over us with a ruler, just patting in his hand, going, shame on all of you. But well, that's not what happened. The, 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 I mean, with any big uh, box office success, there's going to be this share of critics, and the critics are out there. And uh, the big criticism that JJ is getting is, of course, and we brought this up in our last cast that uh, that the film is is just kind of for some people just a little bit too much of a rip off of A New Hope. That there's just <laughs> many plot points. It's not a rip off. It's no. like an homageatron. <laughs> That's a great word. I, I like just that. made it up yeah. while the sentence was coming out of my mouth, Bunch but we need to Tron. we need to get the URL for that <laughs> because that's really what it is. It's this giant mechanical monolith out, you know, monstrous right. self-replicating machine of homages. It is way, 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 way too much. Now yeah. I understand why. Is it right. voiced by James Spader? Well, I was going to say, I mean, let's, <laughs> let's be, I would watch let's that. be careful with it. I mean, obviously, it was very successful, and, and everybody loves it. I mean, for the most, I mean, it's still at Except 93% for you, yeah. or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, I hate it. No, it's, I know. I know. I know that's true, but it does not stand on its own. I would no. tell you right now, if this movie came out as the first Star Wars film, which is a really hard and obscure, you know, twist and turn to kind of wrap your head around. It's not that good. It all the, by itself. It's. I mean, it is literally the whole yeah. movie is tying two things together. That's that is seventy to eighty percent of the movie is tying two things together. But thankfully, all of the original content that is there and the new actors and everything make up for that in being just really wonderful and enjoyable. Well, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I mean, I, I, and I agree with the criticism that JJ's getting. I think I think it was an homagetron. I think it was a little too much. It's <laughs> over the top. But I'll tell you what. I think Disney though knew what they were doing and bringing him in. You know, I as and we've we had this worry coming in. We've said this many times that you know he's he's good with certain things, but not necessarily originality and and story and all that stuff. But th- I think the they well. knew with well, yeah, he goes back to the well, but. You know, with um, with th- this criticism, you know it's it's fair. But uh, again, I think 
I think Disney wanted this first movie to be that thing that just reels everybody back in. Yeah. And and yeah. it's all these it's all these old thieves, these old tie-ins, these old themes, everything that um that everything brought people to the box old office. is made new again. Right. And now they can turn, you know, Ryan Johnson loose and and by all accounts Ryan Johnson's scripts for 8 and 9 are taking a little bit darker turn, especially for 8 we're hearing it's a little more it's a little more off the beaten path. I think they've set the stage now for something a lot more interesting. Well, uh, that's, so, a, that's what I was getting ready to say. I think the whole point of episode seven was to set the stage set and the, the tone. Stage, right. That's right. For the for the next movies, but it's just, it's not it's just, just introducing characters. Well, uh, oh. it's not just setting the stage and the tone, though. Again, it's reestablishing the stage and the tone. It in one fell swoop recreated almost identical, almost identical circumstances. To the original film, like, oh, now there's no Republic. Boom. So now they're just a fledgling group. You know what I mean? Oh, there was a giant super weapon, and they had to go through and blow it up, and they had to go through and rescue a chick. Like, it's it's almost like we wanted the, we, they wanted to continue the story of the same characters, but they're old, and so they got to create new characters. So, all right, let's recreate an allegory for the same story to put these new characters in the same shoes so then we can continue everything. Right. That's that's how it feels know. to me. Which again, I'm not complaining. I felt like it was ham fisted in that regard, but I, I'm is 100 percent enjoyable. You know, mm-hmm. it's just sure. I do. I knew to a few people who were just like, really? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, right. I I can't. That's the thing. I can't make a solid argument against that. I want to be able to defend those decisions. It's like, no, yeah. I can't. It was it was it was really on the nose constantly, but. Going forward, hopefully that payoff will just be enormous. Yeah, got to look at it as a whole, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think yeah. that's I think that's kind of the problem with with having criticisms this early is is that to this extent is we don't know it's this is a three package deal, right? And mm-hmm. looking back on it after you know episode nine, we may have a completely different outlook. Well, we're going to and and I'll, and you know and I said this in the last cast when we look back at this after all three movies are out. Yep. This yep. is going to be a Ryan Johnson trilogy. This is going to be, I mean, the overall arcing, you know, is it's going to be his ideas and, and he's going to be the one to take this in the direction that nobody is expecting. Hopefully. You know, JJ, yeah. J, I don't want to say JJ's going to be a footnote, but he, I mean, he'll, he'll get a lot of credit for, you know, the start off point, but. Well, unlikely the next two movies aren't going to break the records at this one. No, no, so. it shouldn't. I mean, if, no. you know, if, you know, history repeats itself, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, Empire didn't beat Star Wars and Return of the Jedi didn't beat Empire Strikes Back. So, right. I mean, that's just that's just the way it goes. But um, but I, I that doesn't mean that these next two movies can't be more interesting. And I'm, I'm hopeful that they will be. Well, mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened the first time around. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it really did. And, and it had a lot to do with with new talent. You know, and the the actors becoming more comfortable with the characters and everything, and all of that's going to build the same way this time around. The, on the upside is that we're not coming away from like episode one and going that was uh, that was. I mean, it was it was enjoyable. Uh, I I mean, where I mean, why I mean, who like I we're just, coming away going that was really good. I want more. I want more. Right. I want more. I want this question answer. I want this question answer. I want this question right. answer. Well, so. I mean, and we and we've talked about the difference between prequels and sequels before. Yeah, with the prequels, you just didn't have that because you just—I don't know. I mean, the Phantom Menace when that you know that title was announced, I really didn't know what to expect. But once they announced, the <laughs> when they announced the, the title, I went, "Wait, what?" 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I get it, but I mean, Attack of the Clones, I'm like, oh, okay, this is where the Clone War starts, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Revenge of the Sith, okay, this is where he becomes Vader. You know, it's like you already know those things. So we're, you know, to be in a situation now, like we said, with a true sequel where there's nothing ahead of us to, you know, yeah. to tell us where everything lands is a great place to be. But e- even then, I mean, you could have created some more questions than we had at the end of episode one. Yeah, but that's you know. I mean, the, at the end of episode one, though. all you had were all the weirdos who d- wanted to believe that Sidious wasn't Palpatine, right? And it was just right. kind of like, what are you <laughs> crack addicts smoking? That's just not Lucas. That, when that was Lucas's fault for not reaching out and finding other other talent. I mean, <laughs> that was Lucas' fault for going above his garage into his study and typing out the story <laughs> by himself. Well, he got his notebook with his pencil, man. <laughs> yep. Oh, it was oh, terrifying. Yeah, that's right. I remember watching those videos, going, "Wait, wait, yeah. wait, what's happening?" <laughs> I need an idea. <laughs> this Star Wars thing. Now's about time. Okay, where did we leave off? Oh, wait, no, we're going before that. Uh, well, yeah. speaking of The Force Awakens, we are being told Cinema Blend is, re- is reporting that uh, we should not be expecting an extended cut. What of and the, on the DVD, which nope. would be oh. very contrary Indeed. to the way Lucas does things or did things in the past. Yeah. Um, any surprises there that we got this that you know? Hey, don't expect special editions and extended yeah, cuts well, and all that. Well, I you know I heard there's the the whole thing that came out I believe today about Maz Katana, and I want more of that stuff in, yeah, the, man. in the movie. What was the whole thing that yeah, came out today about Maz Katana? I don't know if that's if, I don't know if that's going to be rumory stuff. Or, there were like you had theorized, Katana. Corey. There were scenes that were recorded with her more during the fight. Is and, there new information about that? Because, I mean, yeah. that's been out for a couple of weeks. Oh, what? Has it? Okay. I, yeah. I, I the, just what? saw the story today about Her it. using I force thought, abilities and things yeah, like the story that. Just, the story I saw just came out today. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's that's not... I mean, it's new for this podcast, so yeah, that is a thing where there were scenes of all that that were cut from the film that, and my understanding is some of that, some of that, those cut scenes are in the book. Sure. So that's still gonna, that's still a be. thing, right? Um, but but yeah, I I don't know. I part of me wants a director's cut, really? and part of me, I, I well, that's a thing. And, and then the rest of me goes, wait, why? You hate director's cuts? Yeah, you sure. Know? I mean, most of the time, director's cuts are awful. There's a very very few examples that are are different, like uh, one Blade of the Runner. one of the Blade Runner director's cuts. <laughs> There's like thirteen of them. And then um, also the <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was actually I was I was laughing because um, they explain oh, a lot of stuff you don't get. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. You know, why don't I just watch the Netflix series and call it a wash? All right. Um, no, I, w- I was actually going to suggest the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, the weird, the most weird director's cut ever, but uh, so much more enjoyable than the original <laughs> film. In my yeah, opinion. because there wasn't, there wasn't certain scenes filmed. Because he was kicked out from. of the editing process and everything. So <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I don't usually like them. But in this case, the, some of these scenes I felt were really important and they were literally only cut for time. You know, like, like. They were they were not being cut because they didn't artistically help. See, you know, feel- at least that's not what I'm getting. I'm getting that they cut everything for time. Yeah, they, like, these these might be some highs and lows that would have been kind of nice in this breakneck film. See, I'm, I'd yeah. much rather watch those just as, and I'm they won't be added in as part of the film, but we're still going to get them as deleted scenes. Right, on and the that's end. the consolation. Oh, so yeah, and, and I'm fine with that. I'm right. fine with too. Yeah. You know, I, I don't need it to be added back into the film. I mean, well, I'm, I'm waiting the for them to. 
I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, the film is what two hours and seventeen minutes. It's longer than they told us it was going to be initially. So you know, to me, adding those back in, you're going to make it two and a half hours or more. I don't need that, man. Didn't you God. watch the Lord of the Rings special edition? Oh God, it's like four no. hours each. I know, and I did. <laughs> awesome. I loved every no, minute. It was not. <laughs> it, it was really good. When, it was really oh, great no. when I first watched them, and I, now that I've I seen still, the Hobbit, I can't. I can't look at them the same way. <laughs> I still watch those uh, special edition Lord of the Rings. Uh, they were awesome. Yeah. Were just thinking about it. I want to. I don't think I could ever do this physically, but I want to watch all three in a row in one we, day. We did it. Ask. Is it even possible? I mean, there's not enough Toby Robles about we that. Did. Hey, we, well, Garrick, we did that. I mean, I don't think I could physically do it With now. With the extended I cut? I fell asleep. Um, I think we watched the extended cut of... of yeah, I'm talking about all three. Of uh, the Fellowship and Two Towers, but I don't think the extended cut of Return of the King was out. Okay. I think it came out a couple months later. So we do the first two and then watch the regular DVD of Return of the King. I think I have that right. I don't know. Maybe they brought them out at the same time. That's over 12 hours. And and on top of all of that, we also watched uh, two people getting it on through a window across the parking lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's all coming back to me now. (laughs) That That was a trigger. (laughs) Yep. You're cheering them on. Yeah. Yeah, we were. That was great. They were rough. They liked it rough. I know. So anyhow. Well, boys, Daisy Ridley has been baptized by fire. She's being welcomed. Oh, is she okay? (laughs) She is being, she is being, um, she is being welcomed to her new life. Now she's all vadered out. As a, uh, as a superstar. So have you guys heard about this? Mark Hamill. Yes, I have. (laughs) The Mark Hamill. Yes. Right. She's got a motorcycle accident well, don't say that, man. I don't need to read about that. <laughs> that, that those perfect, that perfect cheekbones. So oh. Daisy Ridley, who has, it's funny as being the you know the main character of this film. Yes. So easily to be a ma- a new main character in a incredibly storied and aged franchise, mm-hmm. being ninety. What would you say? Ninety five to ninety nine percent of the time, a total death knell for an actor. I mean, look at Jake Lloyd. Look at Hayden Christensen. Look at all these people who sure. who came in and just it just didn't quite hit the mark, and now their careers are completely derailed, or their lives are right. Right. And she comes in, and people have fallen so head over heels in love with her. And I'm <laughs> going to say, anybody says, "Oh, it's because she's a girl." You're dead wrong. You're sexist. It's because she's a cute girl, <laughs> and because she did a really, really, really good job. And I think it has to do with the energy. Yeah. That she yeah. that she brought and the charisma that she brought to her role. Oh, absolutely. I I just I, I think I said in my last cast I thought she was the highlight of the film. She uh she just she just brought it. I just I don't know. She just sucked me in. I, I I'm glad they're kind of, they're going with her as the you know, as the new lead for Star Wars. Honest seeming. to God, I she was the person I was the most worried about because in all the trailers I just wasn't impressed with anything I was seeing. The only dialogue I'd heard was when they're running from the TIE fighters and he's like, We need a pilot. And she's like, We've got one and I'm like, She just sounds annoying and all this stuff. And then when I saw the movie and I'm just like, I like Daisy Ridley. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she makes my cheeks smile. I love the part when she she pulls that thing out of the Falcon. She's like, I bypassed the thing. And she just has that dumb grin on her face. the motivator. And he's just like, you, okay, like, have a seat. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get you a cookie later. Yeah, she's so proud of herself. <laughs> just the, the ridiculous amount of energy that she brought to that role is just un, unparalleled. 
Well, I mean, uh, the reviews for her are overwhelmingly positive. We, we're all gushing over. Um, I, I guess uh, for Daisy Ridley in the real world, though, life is changing. <laughs> no. uh, Sun is reporting this week that... Uh, Did she win the Powerball? Yep. She won the Powerball. Yep. She doesn't need Star Wars anymore. She told them to go screw themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so so. She would have gotten a lot more money out of the Powerball wow. than she will ever see out of Star Wars. You can't take that back, Daisy. Strong words. <laughs> now, get this. Have you guys read this story from The Sun? No. Uh, no. no I, I, bet it, I bet it was hot. Essentially, it Daisy came from The Sun. She's Daisy Ridley is heading fire, so that's true. From her current abode to she's staying with her parents right now <laughs> because uh, um, her popularity from Star Wars has exploded, and a lot of interest from uh, Uber fans who are tracking her down. Well, right. one Uber fan hopped onto Google, and uh, if you guys click on the show notes at uh, betterkind.com and uh, look at this article, you'll see that uh, someone realized that uh, the Google car was driving by and snapped pictures of her in front of her house. Oh, <laughs> no. Pounder. <laughs> Super slow. Pounder is right. Nailed it. Suddenly, I guess, since the film's been out, uh, fans are showing up on her doorstep demanding time with uh, Daisy and autographs and all now, that. don't get me wrong. Wait, does These... she do it, though? Does she give him autographs? <laughs> uh, no, they, they show her packing her car. And yeah, leave. literally carrying her own boxes out to her car, <laughs> which I don't. I can only see the corner, but doesn't look like a luxury vehicle. Now, let me address no. that. Let me address that. Now, she's making more money than I am now. Okay. Yeah. She's making more money than any of us, but... But, she is yeah. not making Robert Downey Jr. money. She did not she's, make. She did not make Harrison Ford money. She, oh no, no, no! <laughs> she's not making points on the film. You know what uh-huh. I mean? She's uh-huh. not. She's not taking home like she's not taking home millions of dollars for this movie. None of the new character. None of the new actors are. None of them are taking millions of dollars home. They're all taking smaller amounts by comparison. So she doesn't have the ready to jump infrastructure of security guards, gates, and all the stuff that some of these others take for granted, even though their stardom level, Robert Downey Jr. is a bad example, but like other, you know, people who've been at this a while and are even making smaller films, but they get points on the the money made, where they make rake and fortunes and they establish themselves and they create this bubble around them to kind of keep the outside out. She's just a girl that's got a paycheck in the bank now. And it's like, Oh, right. Yeah. Like Ray Liotta on modern family. Well done, Garrick. Well done. Yeah. I I got it. (laughs) Yeah. At least somebody did. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, she's just suddenly got to adjust. So yeah, here she is. I mean, you think, doesn't she have people to carry her crap out? No, not yet. Right. She might, I mean, 10 years down the line, probably but right, right now absolutely not you know that's what's been the 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 interesting thing to me to follow her and boyega stop and, and following the her mike you're part of the problem <laughs> oscar isaac should have helped her man he's making that money that's true he's got he's got that he's in Davis everything page. he is oh man he's in the new x-men film yeah yeah he's got he a gold bank for, for, for some tv show he, he was in i never heard of yeah, <laughs> yeah. call in some poe help yeah but man he's not poe at all Get she can it. fly in and get her stuff fly out. <laughs> of course he can. 
<laughs> well, life is life is I think going to continue to change drastically for Ridley and Boyega, and, yeah. and this is just the start for them. But uh, basically, the article goes on to say that she's staying with her parents right now, and that she is moving to uh, referred to gated community. That yeah, <laughs> Corey was talking the about. Hollywood group home, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or I don't know the the London. I don't know where she lives, but the group home there. Because <laughs> unlike Mike, I'm not following her. So. But, all right in rogue one news boys uh, a lot rogue of talk one? about when are we going to see a trailer for rogue one well for you real? were telling everybody that rogue one comes out in may i it originally may. was supposed to come out in may it is now officially the release date is going to be december so it'll be it'll be a year from when we saw force awakens come so it sounds like uh, every it, december it almost, we get a star wars movie it's this that? year every december we get a star wars movie yeah, no, it's not going to be December because it was supposed to be only December for 2015, and then from 2016 on, we were they were going to go back to May release as well. They've, of course, they forgot about moved. Marvel. They've of course, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, they've of course moved Rogue One to December. But right after that, I mean, in 2017, we're going to uh, they're moving uh, Episode Eight, eight to a, a May release, and they're going to be May releases through 2020. So nice. they're so going to have to. Are they going to move to, it back to a May or up to May? <laughs> Up, up to, to May, however you want to say it. I bet I guarantee you. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, these, like, are, these are important questions. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Like, are we going to have? Are you claiming that we're going to have May. episode eight, 2017, six months after yes. we get Rogue One? Yes, that is absolutely. That's what's on the books. meter they is have, burying itself. Yeah, that's on the books right now. It is on the books. They've officially Dang. no. I believe the timeline for the next three movies. I believe that that's uh, yeah. I absolutely believe you guys that that's what they are saying, but I'm saying it aloud. It, we are going to get two Star Wars movies six months apart. It's not going to happen. I, yeah, it's unprecedented, I, man. It unprecedented. Is. Well, Plus, you, what, you know what? May is more valuable for the Marvel movies. You can stick Star Wars by Christmas, Christmas, and have it do gangbusters. Those Marvel movies have to have that going into summer mentality to top out. They don't have as much draw as Star Wars. Well, I mean, as 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 well as Star Wars obviously did this year, I don't know if they're they're seeing that as you know a formula for success in the future. Um, traditionally, what they do is they do those summer releases that that may release, and they have those big you know two or three weekends where they get all their money, and then they they don't have quite the legs that you know the Force Awakens has through yeah. you know the holiday season. Um, I, it looks like they're going to try to, you know, track back to that for episode eight. So. I just can't believe they'll get. I, I'm with Garrick. I can't believe they'll get up, give up that slot every year f- that they have. Marvel I don't think that they should. I right think now. it's a great. I mean, personally, we talked about this beforehand. I mean, you, you know, Corey, you pointed out that traditionally, at least for as long as I can remember, Christmas hasn't been, you know, the place where you put those blockbuster movies. It's always been the the May, you know, the May yet, releases, blah blah blah. And yet, all my but favorite this, movies come out around Christmas. Like all my. <laughs> My family used to do family movie day between Christmas sure. and New Year's. We go see three to five movies in a day. I know our butts hurt yeah, by the end. Sure. Because there were a ton of good movies out. Well, but the I big tentpole films that no one will compete with always come out at different times. Well, I wonder. I mean, I wonder if they they will change their mind through this because of how well the Force Awakens does. I mean, it seems to make sense to me. I I loved having the movie through the Christmas holiday. I mean, yeah. it was great. I mean, it was a lot. You could pick your time, and you there know, wasn't a ton of competition out there. There's no, a couple things uh-huh. I kind of want to see, but there's not like if I'm going to go to the theater right now, Howie, we drop the mics and we go to the theater. I'm going to see Force Awakens again. Yep, me too. 
Because there's just, I mean, nobody, I mean, part of that is everybody knew The Force Awakens was coming out and they move, calendar, abandon calendar. Yeah. But <laughs> now, Elvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. yeah. They stayed the course, uh, man. Yeah, they did. My, my daughter went to go see it Bat last week. Versus Soups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that comes out the same. Yeah. Uh, that's a May, that's a May, March. Is that a March release? I think that's a Marcher. Ew. Yeah. Well, they could, they could still uh, save. Like Marvel movies to like July or something. Yeah, I think There's they're going summer. I think they're going summer, for the, man. I think they're going for the spring break money on the Bat versus Soups. Yeah. So I don't want to get too far off topic, but I got one little more question. What Marvel movies do we have coming out this spring? We got uh, Civil War. Civil right? War. Civil War already? Yeah, man. Sweet justice. I mean, I know I've seen trailers, I'm just not mentally prepared for that yet. Well, okay. you say spring, maybe I mean I, I actually I don't know what the release date is on that. It may be well May May would be May. spring still. Right? Uh, it'll yeah. be they, they, they right, all so. their big ones are always May. Yeah. So no. and that's, that's by the way is when Rogue One is expected to we're expected to get a trailer for Rogue One is for the Civil War release. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which <laughs> is you know it. I, <laughs> that's circle. a little more that's a little more traditional or what we would expect. You know, um, or at least what we expected for Force Awakens, if you we guys remember. Said, yeah, we like, said the same thing about Avengers Age of Ultron, and it weren't real. Right, no, and it was not. So They're not going to have a Super Bowl one? It actually one? happens that way, but, I mean, this is Rogue One. This Super is different. This isn't one of the, you know, Ep 7, Ep 8, you know, movies. This is something different. So maybe yeah. they take a little more traditional of an approach and, you know, throw it into Civil War, and that's it. But I will say Rogue One is definitely going to see increased interest because of The Force Awakens doing as well as it has but oh, absolutely there's so many people myself included that are almost more interested in rogue one i say that now i wasn't more interested in rogue one than i was the force awakens but but like now my curiosity is like totally running unabated it's like okay i got an idea where force awakens is where they're going in the future now i want to see what we're going to do finally with some and I'm, i hate to reduce it to this but just some star wars that is not all about jedi and the force I hate doing it. I sound like Petrie, but I've always sang this song. Is that Star Wars is such a robust, you know, world? Obviously, doesn't, but the galaxy, the the mythos of Star Wars is so robust to always come back to the same underlying thing of the Force seems like a waste. And not all, you know, some of the EU, a lot of the EU broke away from that. And so I'm looking forward to now seeing that in this cinema. And I'm sure there's going to be some. We know, in fact, I think we know rumor wise there's gonna be some, but I'm really looking forward to just getting like like this this group story, yeah. this heist film that's just like a little nitty grittier. I'm uh I'm really, really excited now. I like the main uh lead uh, character lady. What's her name? Yeah, she's the, great. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember her name, but she was yeah, in that Stephen great. Hawking movie. Yes. You know, as his wife. Yeah. She was awesome in that. Yes. She's a very, very, very intense actress for someone who looks like a delicate flower. Yes. She has an incredible intensity. So, anyhow. Mike, yeah. what's up next on the docket? Rebels returns January 20th, boys. <laughs> we were kind of chatting a little bit about this uh, trailer that just came out. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that Garrick was gushing about. Yeah, I was you guys want to talk a little bit it. about the, uh, the trailer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Some legends are, are true. Yeah, okay. yeah. I haven't seen the trailer, so I'm. Oh man, interested it's to like hear the you guys second. It. It's like the second thing that gets said, and I you can't tell. Me? I can't tell if it's uh, if it's Leia who's saying it or if it's Ahsoka. I can't tell because all the women in Leia have the same really girly voice. There's no women. There's no women in. I'm sorry, in Rebels. There's no women in Rebels that have like a like a commanding like. There's no like like Frau Frau what's her name from Austin Powers. There's no. 
Everyone has every woman in Rebels sounds like they could be between the ages of thirteen and fifty. They all have like this this ubiquitous little voice, and so I don't know who it is, but they say, um, they say, uh, I, what are the exact words, Garrick? Some legends. I can't remember. It's literally like the word. It's like it's like some legends are born in truth, or or you know, even legends have some truth. In them. It, it it is such a bait. I think for <laughs> yeah, what they're going to be pulling into the canon Filoni, again. Filoni was a huge fan of the EU. Yeah. Huge fan. So I don't know if that's just like, Hey, just a wink to the fans. Like, Hey, we're going to bring some of the stuff in. Hey, at least somebody Hey-o. cares about the fans. I think they need to get yeah. Filoni in on uh, app eight and nine. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be nice to have a little insurance, but, but, yeah, uh, but, oh, I, but yeah, I mean, and you see some of it right away. I mean, uh, they say, you know, we're trying to get a base established for the rebels. We're having this yeah. trouble. And, oh, Senator Organa has, is sending us some ships to help us out. And boom, in jump some like ancient Republic cruisers from like yeah. that, that are like Knights of the Old Republic, Knights yeah. of the Old Republic era <laughs> cruisers. And like they're the, they're the kind of vertical hammerhead cruisers. And I was like, holy cow. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> We've never had this ship design in anywhere except Knights of the Old Republic. So to see it turn up, even if it's just a ship design, it's such a nice nod. Um, and then, a, and there's so so much stuff that was real quick, and it was kind of hard to make out if there's a lot of stuff hidden in there. I haven't had enough time to dissect it too yeah. much. But I mean, and I, I, one of the big things that people are drawing on is Ezra holding a cross guard lightsaber. Yes, that a, yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, a green cross guard lightsaber. Yes. And Ezra talking to what appears to be an astral projection of Master Yoda in a visual form. And Frank Oz sounding absolutely awesome, as always. And Ezra holding a Sith holocron, which looks exactly like the holocron, a Sith holocron that we're used to. Yeah, little shiny pyramid with red glowiness. And Darth Maul. And and Darth Maul was it Darth Maul? Really? Uh, there's there is a there is a Sithy character, and there's a <laughs> lot of like conversation about being turned to the dark side and stuff like that. And the Sithy character in a cloak turns, and you just see the, their face a little bit, and it does look a little bit Zabrak slash. You can see some tattoos. On yeah, Zabrak slash mm. Iridonian kind of look to it. He says, "You may call me old master." So it's mm. kind of like. I don't know who that is. I I'm can't like tell. 99% sure it's Darth Maul. <laughs> hmm. But they killed Darth Maul, right? That's canon, no, right? They no, they did not. Oh, he got Darth away? Maul. Darth Maul they, was saved. There was the last episode with him. He fought with um, with Darth Sidious. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Savage was killed, right? Oh, Savage yeah. He got wiped killed. out. Okay, so right. Darth Maul's Savage brother did. But Maul was spared, and and um, Palpatine looked at him at the end of the episode and said, "I have other uses for you." Oh no! And that's where they left it. And well, I think then they, it's they probably Darth brought, Maul, which was they also brought one of the uh, Darth Maul comic books into canon, which I thought was very strange. But really? at the end of that, he also lived and became like head of Black Sun and all this stuff. Oh no! Oh, I didn't know yeah. that's it. That's canon. Oh no! Again? That happened in the that happened in the show. But I think the comic took place after the show. Yeah, and he kind of escaped and got away and stuff. So, <laughs> any excuse is a good excuse. Why not? He never really left. <laughs> yeah, but the comic book is was brought into canon. Oh yeah, there you go. It's justified. Yeah, okay. So yeah, possibly Darth Maul uh, messing with uh, messing with Ezra. 
Yeah. Mm. This is going to be a sweet end of the season. It is an action-filled trailer. There is so much lightsaber fighting. At one point, they're looking at a hologram of Anakin, uh, I don't know, training, using his lightsaber. And I want to point this out. Anakin has been remodeled. He is now, I would say that the look, he's a little younger looking, but he looks like a hybrid between the Clone Wars Anakin and actual Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Wait, what are we what are we talking about here? Talking about Anakin? They're watching a hologram, an old hollow vid okay. of Anakin, and okay. uh, it's Ahsoka and Ezra. And Ezra, like, wow, he's really good. And she's oh, like, yeah, he was okay. my master. Oh yeah. wow! And blah blah blah. Okay. And also, we do see lightsabers clash between uh, Ahsoka and one Mister Darth mm. Vader, Mister uh, Chad oh. Vader. Chad Vader. Chad Vader. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Jeff Vader. Fucking sabers. Yeah. <laughs> So um, there, there's a lot of lightsabering, a whole there lot. It's going to be a lot of crap going down. Is this all just happens. for the second half of the season? Yeah, uh, sweet for, justice. Yeah, it. There's not going to be any. There's not going to be any room for bottle episodes like we <laughs> no. had last season. They my got them gosh. all out of the way. How many like, episodes? Okay, I mean, how many eps in are we? Are we are we twelve episodes in or anything like that yet? I don't think uh, we're that far in. I forgot. Like eleven. I don't. Maybe? I don't retain numbers. <laughs> I mean, this, is supposed to be, this is supposed to be a 22 episode season i think right? we're I mean, nine I, for some reason i feel like we're nine in i don't know if that's accurate but that sounds about right because i didn't think we were at, at 10 yet but yeah. i could be wrong so huh. anywho it looks like there it's not only going to be action-packed but it looks like it's going to be very intense hmm. very wow. very intense so I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm super. Oh, obviously, if if anybody who hasn't seen the promos that they're showing on TV on Disney Channel and they haven't seen the trailer, uh, a lot of Princess Leia, or at least where that'll be, it might just yeah. be one yeah, episode. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of the Princess Leia stuff. They had yeah. one that was heavy Mandalorian as well. Oh yeah. Oh, were those? Now mm-hmm. I want to talk about that. There were those dudes in white. Those were the Jedi Temple guards. Those were the Temple guards. Okay. Because yes. I was wondering if they were like a Chani or something. Because they're all talking about you know, the force and the dark side and stuff and having lightsabers. Yeah. Apparently they got away somehow. Interesting. That'd be interesting to see how that happened. Whenever I see force users that are all in white, I just assume it's Johnny, but I love, I love the character design the or the costume design on those guys too. Yeah. They look so pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. They look pretty cool. So there's a lot Kabuki to look forward masks. to there. Wow. Yeah. It's very Asian. They totally have a paper dojo. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh, why don't we just, I know Kung Fu right now and just have, you know, Neo and Morpheus fight. <laughs> this is such, this is such, that I mean, it looked exactly like the training room. It does. It, it looks looked- <laughs> exactly like the training room from the matrix. It is such a, an, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the... An, a, homage-tron? homage I, I was going to say like a, like an anime fapping or something or a, a Japano yeah, fap. that. Because it is, I know you are. I I am yeah. not personally such a huge fan of that stuff, and I I don't like how anytime there's any mythos nowadays that we have to fold in Asian stuff. That's that's where Kanan <laughs> learns the spirit bomb. I'm just like, yeah, true story. Yeah, and I I don't understand. Like we're like, oh well, we need to have Japanese culture represented in this science fiction thing. That I'm like, why? <laughs> Where's the awesome. where's Texas? Where's where are the Spaniards? Actually, I guess Naboo would be kind of Spain, Italy, <laughs> in some yeah. ways. But I Venice. mean, it's just weird to me when it's so blatant. Like, oh yeah, they have sliding paper doors and stuff. I'm like, what's going on? It's pretty you know? sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah. guys, speaking of homagetrons, there are there are people out there, former owners of said Star Wars uh, universe, that uh, aren't as into the homagetron as uh, some people may be. 
Mr. George Lucas has been in the the news recently for some no, kind of no, what? Whoa, whoa! What news are you reading? Everybody, George Lucas is sitting on a hill meditating. He has been right. for all year long. He's reaching Nirvana. He's off there. He's out there, four point five billion dollars richer, centering himself. Yeah. Right, <laughs> becoming a bastion of wisdom. And clear-minded he philosophy. All those movies he wanted to do all those experimental movies that he wanted <laughs> oh, to do. From- oh, now, see, I was just being facetious. That's a low blow. <laughs> That's a low blow. <laughs> That's a low blow, huh? Yeah, that, yeah. That You're calling him out. Well, You're, speaking yeah. of low blows, some some people think he might have took a low blow at Disney here. Uh, he was being interviewed recently on Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose had a show and had him on, and uh, uh, at one point. Uh, Lucas made made a comment about selling off his beloved franchise to what he described as Disney or Disney the White Slavers. White slave owners. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sold his baby. And, uh, sold off his his uh, his ch- child to white slavers. Yes, yes, yes. It's like selling your child to white slavers. Yes, that was kind of the quote. Uh, it's like George. But, George. Oh. <laughs> I I know I give you a lot of hate, but you're making it hard to even do the little defending I do. Uh, man, oh. Too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, no animosity there, right? I no, mean, not at all. No hatred. He feels <laughs> no so good. His whole now I'm walking away. It's in other people's hands. They want to do something different. It'll be fine. Not stupid, <laughs> Roger Fredger. Don't like my stuff. He is. I'm sorry. He is every multi-billionaire who's not an actual businessman. <laughs> every multi multi-billionaire who did not like, who's not strictly a business tycoon, who got there through like creative means or something like that. They are all. Petulant children. <laughs> I'm calling them all out right now. Petulant children. Because they can be. No one will hold them to a higher standard. Now, and and that's still true of George Lucas, even though everybody's kind of going, wow, these films, most people are going, wow, these films are better than the prequels. I guess we're doing okay. You know, it's a resounding success and all that stuff. More so than the prequels were. But there are still fans who think, well, George would have done this better. I know. Yes, you're right. You're kind of tying this into a, a report that came out here uh, within the last couple of weeks too. That uh, that some people are putting together a petition online yeah. to actually bring back George Lucas to direct episode. Nine. I'll sign it's kind of like it's kind of like <clears throat> it's kind of like it. who who. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's like change.org or anything like that, but but it, who under whose authority exactly would it be like, you know, you know, Disney's like, you know what? You're right. George, come back. And then George somehow goes, just goes, oh, really, Disney? Tra-la! And just frolics back across, you know, daisies flying up in his wake and they all embrace and they hug it out. And no. Everybody hates. Everybody hates. They all hate each Nobody gets along. In the public face, they're like, oh, yeah, no, wonderful, blah, blah, blah. But it's so clear. George Lucas never wants to do this again because the only one he hates more than Disney for not doing the things that he wanted when he before he walked away, the only one he despises more than the people who took his beloved child and, and lashed it against a post the only one he hates more than that is you and me the fans who reacted with anything other than hero worship to the prequels the only one he resents more for taking his child and putting them on the chain gang is you and me 
for for making him feel bad enough to allow it to happen. I think he likes me though. No, he hates your guts. He told no, me. No, he loves me. He no, told me. well, he's lying because he's afraid he's gonna. You're gonna follow him like Mike does Daisy Ridley. So anyhow, <laughs> you know I. I, I try, I I'm trying to Mike, see both though. sides of this. I mean, Lucas <laughs> is still a human being and has his own thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Of and actually, of actually, I think it's great that on Charlie Rosie had this little moment. And if I was let him, the curtain slip, I, be know, real. I mean, the white slaver thing. People are so PC nowadays. You have to, and he's he's since come out and apologized. He's for a creative person. Blah, blah, yeah, He's an artist, I, and people say things that he's using. He's using a comparison, a comparative metaphor. Sure, I'm course. not going to hold that against him. It's, yeah, was no, it inappropriate? I, I don't care in that venue sure. at all. And I actually, I if would rather say, see him be candid about things. Yeah, and I think he should be. I mean, the guy's seventy in his seventies now. I mean, he's he got might more well money than he can, out there. I don't yeah. want him being politic and hiding his his you know thoughts and feelings and emotions. Yeah, you know, I'd rather I'd rather know exactly how he feels, and yeah. it's pretty obvious now. <laughs> Which country, is kind of what we were. We, we, we've been assuming Freedom. for a long time, for two and a half years, we've been assuming that this was ultimately the way things were going to be yeah. as, and that it was not going to be made better no. by the success of this film. No. No, because now, not. now George Lucas not only believes that they've ruined it, he also believes even more so that we're all idiots for liking it. <laughs> well, now, now, you know, now he's I thought he liked that, it though. He's one of them. Well, <laughs> no, that was a backhanded. There's compliment. been a couple. There's been a couple of comments. He has. He has said that, oh, I've seen the film and it's a good film and blah, blah, blah. I mean, well, that's it, just it's really, politics. you know, it's, it's but more he's of also what fans criticized want. it for being a retro movie. Yeah. And I have some, I ha- I agree with some of those I do too. That's the best part about all of it. <laughs> it's, I, I feel like I could take a whole episode and do what would, what part of The Force Awakens could have been improved via George. <laughs> you're laughing i'm dead serious i laid up one night just staring at the ceiling thinking about there are things about this movie that would have been so much more interesting and that's the word i'm going to stick with yeah if george because there's a lot that's the thing as good as the movie was as as good of a movie as it was and enjoyable as it was there other than the questions that we don't have answers to yet there's not that's very not a lot that's that interesting about the movie there's open questions. We're interested in the answers to those questions, but the, think about all the stuff that you were given. I think the most fascinating thing in the movie for me was uh, Insta muffins. We pour water on a tablet yeah. and turns into true, a biscuit. By the way, we have a report on Twitter today. One quarter that. portions. <laughs> yeah, honest to God, I, I I really really do believe that that we would have gotten some more things that were more intriguing. I mean, I roll my eyes at a gladiator battle on a desert insect insect planet. But at the same hey, I time, like troopers. <laughs> I see why. At the same time, you know, it that was reminds me. It was That's new. It was new to the Star Wars film franchise. It was new. And there was nothing new about this movie except for some characters. <sighs> And so I think we would have gotten a lot more new. Now, the, the risk with new is you throw too much new at people, they don't get vested. They don't get interested. Right. They're like, ah, oh, it's a bunch of new stuff. What do I care? And this movie, like we said, took the whole time trying to make you interested in the characters, make the character, the new characters matter. Sure. That was the only, the only goal of this entire film. But I walked away, and I'm like, hey, well, you know, there was no interesting locales. Not really. Right. You know, no yeah, interesting. And you're right. Those are the things that he's he's good at. That's the stuff that he's really good at. I mean, even the design. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say the the blaster that Han hands to Ray. Right. 
That's the ugliest weapon in any right. Star Wars movie ever. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, the ugliest, dumbest looking weapon. And it's not because it doesn't look Star Wars. It's just because it's it's a horrible design. Right. He's got and an eye for those things. He's yeah. got a point. I would I would also I would also idea. argue that that I mean, I think he's more of an audiophile than JJ was too. I, I guarantee that had his final stamp of approval been on the film that, uh, you know, my critiques about the music being too tucked into the track and all, I wouldn't have those critiques with him. It's I, entirely he, possible. I think he understands that, you know, how much the score drives, drives movies, especially A New Hope. Right. I mean, that's what really, I think that people don't understand what set that movie apart back then was the score to that movie. Right. You know? And I think he, those, that's another example of something that I think he understands yeah. better. I agree. Perhaps. The new filmmakers. Do. I I believe on it. I I believe absolutely that the man has a uh, uh, a very unique, incredible value, but that it it cannot be it cannot be found as a writer. Yeah, it is no longer if it ever was really really that that valuable as a director. Okay, you know and it's- I honestly feel like if he was more of just like a cre- like a true creative consultant. Right, a true I, I was, creative consultant. Right, that's um, that's the word I was just thinking of uh, that I was I was trying to sneak in there was that you know it's just too bad that you know the relationship is what it is now yeah. because if they if they could bring him into a consulting role but just just with the 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 personalities and the attitudes and everything else well, it's it, just and, poisoned if, right now. If just, everything else was out. perfect, if everybody else was continuing like George, we don't really want to do your story because um, for the most part, well, I mean, it's bad. Uh, but we still want you to help us, like picking out what costumes, what design, yeah. blah blah. He would be like, no, and run that's off. Exact, that's exactly right. You're because he's right. way too egotistical, and that's right. what's unfortunate. But it's yes. normal of very creative, successful creative types. Right. This this you whole like all or nothing. Yeah, right. it's all or nothing. You get it or you don't. And so, since we don't got it, I'm happy with what we got. Which is, I think, with that, which I think is telling about. I mean, just reading him through through the years. Why I think that if you ask him, the prequels are a more satisfying experience for him than even the original trilogy because of the control that he gave away for, especially Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I really do. I think if you asked him honestly, I think he enjoyed that process more with the prequels. Yeah. He likes showing up for 20 minutes a day in his golf cart <laughs> and going, I'm the director, and driving off. It's all about putting the right people in the right places. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas for president. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny with that, too. I think this kind of puts <laughs> just just some of his, his swipes that he's taken at Disney and JJ and stuff. I, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but right before the film came out, there was this, um, who was it? It was one of the late night guys had... Um, JJ on the, on there and they gave him an iPad and a bunch of people were asking him goofy questions and stuff and one of them yeah. was George Lucas and he, George Lucas got on there and said what happened to Darth Vader's grandchildren <laughs> well in retrospect now George Lucas was being a complete ass yeah Knowing that that was a major plop, <laughs> maybe he didn't know. No, oh, he of course he knew. I think he knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he knew what direction they were going when when he knew that they weren't going in his direction. So. Right. Nice. I, I have a feeling he at least holistically had a pretty good idea. So yeah, the 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 concept is while doing that Skype call or whatever, he's also grabbing his junk under the table. <laughs> He's flipping the bird. Yep. On that note, it is time for the Porkins Bite of the Week. Oh yeah. New for 2016. Again? Oh, wait. I gotta wait till the next one. 
So that Yoda dude said to Luke, when 900 years old, you are looking good, you will not, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, according yeah. to Lord, though, he's actually 892, so he's a liar. What? But that aside, the design for Yoda was inspired by two people. Yeah. Late British makeup artist Stuart Freeborn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and Stewie. Albert Motherkraken Einstein. No. What? I can see it now. Albert I can see it now. Einstein, really? That had to be the inspiration for the hair. <laughs> I think you're right. That makes sense. <laughs> Which is why it was no good in episode one, because he didn't have Einstein hair. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, it's time for a toy report. Oh, yeah. That's me. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? Yeah, you know. You know, it's been a while since I've done this uh, toy thingy. But since the last time I've done this, we had a little uh, little stuff go down in oh, the yeah? uh, Star Wars collecting world. A little, little uh, blowback of Hasbro for something they did. I mean, didn't do. Oh, yeah? You guys uh, what could it possibly this, be? Well, uh, let's see. Was, Wait, no, no, let me guess. Let me do. Let me do. Let me do a little uh, Sherlocking, if you will. All right. Let's see. Um, it's Hasbro, and Hasbro huh? hates the JJs. So, am no. I on the right path? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> so, uh, Hasbro and uh, so A lot of people have noticed that the Star Wars Monopoly game mm. is a sausage <laughs> fest. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like Here's a dude with a lightsaber from this movie. Here's a dude with a lightsaber from this movie. Here's a dude with a lightsaber from this movie. And or these are all force using dudes. And here's a dude that doesn't. And from this been. movie where the main character <laughs> is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that, so um, when Monopoly came out, uh, the new Star Wars Monopoly game, it had it featured Vader, Luke, Kylo Ren, Finn, the Top Hat. The cat, <laughs> pot of gold, the thimble, the iron, the little ship thing. They brought back the iron. The dog, the race car. Yes. And, it, and but, but did not include one of the major characters, if not the uh, most the major, major character, character from the movie. Yeah. One Ray Skywalker. Mm. Ray Skywalker. <laughs> Ray T Skywalker slash Solo. Solo. Slip that little that little fan theory in there. So yeah, yeah Ray wasn't in there. Nope. So because uh, that, that's a huge women, outrage. Women don't play Monopoly. Oh, There's math involved. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was channeling everyone who works. And the executive divisions of Hasbro. My bad. Yeah. Hasbro. You're ahead channel. Yeah, see, we again we get traction out of the old Hasbro. Bro, that way, yeah. So that's great. So yeah, a lot of people are writing letters to Hasbro, posting on say, social media with the hashtag where is Ray? You know, yeah. and then, little get, girls are writing letters. Yeah, little, they're, they're posting the them Facebook up on their their Facebook. their Facebook, they're posting they're they're writing their letters, these little little eleven year old girls who yeah. see Ray as a, they look a great like they're role in their model. mom and dad's handwriting, but it's yeah. little girls. <laughs> I get the fact that you know most action figures are purchased for for or by little boys. I get that, or Gary, I get that. Yeah, but are you kidding? What, me? This Did is a game. This is a game that families Friday. play. You know what I mean? This is a family yeah. game. Exactly. What was the reasoning behind that? Well, so uh, you're going to. Yeah, you yeah, put, I'm glad you asked because. So it's bad enough they left Ray out. Yeah. But what makes it worse is Hasbro's excuse as to why they let her out. Marvelous. And here's here's the uh, 
I guess the uh, the the release that they they came up with an excuse said, and I'm going to quote: "The Star Wars Monopoly game was released in September, months before the movie was released, <laughs> and Ray was not included to avoid revealing a key plot line. She takes on <laughs> Kylo Ren and joins the Rebel Alliance." <laughs> Which okay, also, first of all, she didn't join the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> exactly. No. It's like, wow, you guys couldn't even fact check your press release. <laughs> Second of all, uh, well, the, well, okay, this came out on Force Friday, September fourth. Yep. Sure, we all went out there. We we did a whole podcast about how we went out there. Yep. There were no less than twenty thousand Ray figures. Yes. Uh, no, vehicles. I know. I have my Ray with BB-8 Everything. up here on the shelf, and it ruined the whole uh, film for me. I was going to say, the Ray figures were the ones that nobody could find, because yep. they were being bought exactly. first. <laughs> All the thin ones were still found, on the shelf. I found yep. three of them yeah. myself. <laughs> That's the you could find more fins than literally any other Black Series figure besides yep. maybe Greedo. You still can. Ever. Actually, I could <laughs> yeah. see fi- you could find more fins than Greedo. I feel like that's safe. Yes, That's fair. Yeah, you, Fins Greedo's, are everywhere. Because First yeah. off, uh, nobody out. knew if Finn was going to be any good, which he is, but also um, it's a horrible sculpt. It's a terrible looking figure. The colors, yeah. the, the the sculpt, everything is terrible. So there's that. Well, I don't look at color. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Don't see Garrick's an equal opportunity collector. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, the paint job was terrible. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, and the it's colors of the paint, like the 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 brown and, and like and red of the jacket and shirt uh, against like no. the the brown that they picked for his skin, it all just bled together so poorly. It just looked like a blur of color. Yeah. It didn't. Yeah. There was no contrast. So yeah, that was that was a terrible action figure. Tons of them out there, and we we're like fighting over rays like <laughs> that whole <laughs> yeah, like, weekend. Like Pete, like uh, the day this is released, or uh, people are throwing them up on eBay for like fifty bucks. I yeah. still think they're hovering around like thirty, forty. Hey, bucks. I'm still now, now. I'm not gonna lie. I wanted that figure because I wanted the BB-8. You know, yeah. I, like, I don't know if Ray was gonna be any good or not, but I want the BB-8. But well, but the rumor is they're, repack- they're repackaging either, it and selling it again in a later release. So yeah, yeah. But no, anyway, that's, that's the one with the goggles and everything. Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah, oh, I think so. Sweet. But anyway, <laughs> this got so bad that J.J. Abrams heard about it. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, and it's not just that he was... heard about it, but that he had to say oh, something. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, J.J. That's, Abrams. That's terrible. J.J. Abrams channeled Charles Barkley. Yeah, he's like, that's Albert. terrible. That's he, terrible. Someone, someone, yeah, someone did, was doing an interview with J.J., and I guess this came up. And here's what he said. He said, I read she wasn't in the Monopoly game, and I was quickly making phone calls about this. <laughs> Because if it were true, and it is true, and now Hasbro has said we're going to put Ray in, it doesn't quite make sense to me why she wouldn't be there. She's somewhat important to the story. <laughs> this will so, not stand, commanded JJ from the heavens. So we got Monopoly. JJ on the phone to Hasbro saying, like, dude, bro. Come on, man. Bro, come on, bro. man. No, like, at first, oh man, we at, just no, did a cake first, stand the day we. Oh man, you got we Disney were, on the phone to JJ going. We're really sorry. Listen, we're really, we're really, really sorry. We're really sorry. And he's like, "You're Disney. Am I in trouble? No, no, we're really sorry. We're really sorry because this is what we have to say to you. Uh, if it were my boss's boss's boss calling, yeah, you'd be like in a lot of trouble. But right now, we're really sorry. We're really sorry. So yeah. So I don't know if Hasbro was planning to put her in, or if the pressure may be mounted enough that they they decide they're going to. But in the next, yeah, this game, all could be They will include a Rafe. 
figure. My gosh. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, well, we already know tonight. that she joins the Rebel Alliance, so it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's uh, episode eight spoiler. She goes back in time and joins the Alliance. So, I guess I don't know if this also had something to do with Disney releasing a press release, but they did release something. Uh, out to the media that they are going to have a lot of new figures and they're going to be heavily Ray centered. <laughs> so <laughs> they're going to do a whole Ray release. Yeah, All so the figures in this one are Ray. For, for Disney stores commented, and here's what she said. She said, Ray is a true breakout hero in the movie and it's pretty proving a huge hit with our guests. Demand for Ray merchandise was strong even before the movie was released. Duh. The product selling as quickly as we could restock shelves. Yep. And it's only growing with the success of the film. Yep. So with the like with this announcement, they've released a couple little screenshots of what they're coming out with. And they got a, a one we've seen maybe before or before the movie. It's kind of a spoiler. A three and three quarters inch uh, Force Awakens figure with a Ray and her lightsaber and her her uh, outfit that she's wearing while she's trying to track down Luke at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spoilers by the way, if you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're also coming out Why with. Why did I start this podcast? <laughs> they're coming out with the uh, you know expandable lightsaber, the Luke. It's, I guess it's basically Luke's saber, but they're going to rebrand it as Ray's saber. It's going to come mm-hmm. out of her hand and only be like an, a foot long. Well, that's weird because she's handing it off to Luke when she gets there. <laughs> Psych. Yeah. But he didn't cut his other arm off. It. He didn't take uh, it. Not he yet. Kind of looked at it. They got a twelve-inch Ray. They got uh, Ray costumes. They got the uh, Nerf Ray blaster that that Corey's a big fan of. <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh, I know what he's getting for. And birth. you can imagine how much better it is when it's nerfed. <laughs> yeah, that much better. You mean painted white and black <laughs> instead yeah. of chrome? They also announced a bunch of tip. bunch of other stuff that's coming out. But I think one of the most exciting things I saw that they announced was the Nerf DL44 blaster. AKA Hans Blaster. Right. That'd be pretty sweet to have a Hans Nerf Blaster and to just shoot people in the eye with it. Is it white with black zebra stripes on it? Oh, yeah, man. It's a Nerf (laughs) way. I get that Nerf wants to make their guns not be confusable for real guns. (laughs) But aren't the giant neon orange plastic tips kind of a. How many kids have been shot when they're holding an (laughs) orange plastic tipped gun? Especially when that orange tip is the size of your fist. Too you know what I mean? I don't know. What what race is a child? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, too soon. But the, but the zebra and the tiger stripes get really obnoxious. Well, yeah, it's like a bluish bottom, like a not, not a, even a good blue, a gray top with a, the scope is also gray and an orange barrel. So, uh. yes, <laughs> not quite the same color scheme as Hans Blaster, but it's about the same look, uh. I guess. See, yeah. I know there's been a just one that was just white and neon orange as well. Yeah, so that's good to look for. And then um, a bunch of the other new Force Awakens figures were announced. They were revealed on uh, the RebelScum.com website. Uh, we got some Nia Nyub coming out, <gasps> updated, you know, for when he's in the movie. Yeah, yeah, we got a Kylo Ren without a mask. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. that. Now, wait. Is the mask in the packet? Now, are these the six inch, did you say? Or no? These are three and three quarter. Three and three quarter. All right. Yeah. So they'll be in the, the Force Awakens line. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Now he doesn't come with a mask. He comes with his cross guard saber and like a weird staff with a flaming ball on the top. I'm not quite. I quite don't quite understand what that is. Is that one of those uh, things that you build a super weapon? Yeah, with? Yeah, they have those like weird five different. Yeah, characters so weird. Uh, they also have a first order squad leader stormtrooper, which is a guy with all the uh, utility belts all over strapped to his chest. Yeah, they have a uh, Akbar. They have a uh, Tasu Leech, the Kanji Club leader. Yeah, okay. I remember him. Yeah, yeah. and they got he the got fifth brother. Yeah, he got he got towed up by some rat ghouls or whatever. <laughs> I, rat ghouls are the things on the <laughs> on the floor of Terrace in Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> I know. Rat ghouls. <laughs> I, I, I hate that I knew that. I hate so that I knew back. that. He could come back just in a Rath-tars, different form. Rathars, man. Rathars. <laughs> yeah, Rathars, whatever. And <laughs> That's the rat ghouls <laughs> next form. That's the final form. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mentioned in an earlier uh, podcast that Amazon has an, a, the exclusive troop builder thing with yeah. all the uh, different cool. troops from uh, The Force Awakens. Every single one. Yeah. Except for, it has a TIE pilot, you know, Captain Phasma. Well, that is out now. Can pre-order it. I got mine. It's pretty sweet. Check that out on Amazon.com. Hey, can you buy me one? I can't afford it right now. No. Oh. Nice try. Yeah, that's a good try. I wonder but, if they have layaway on Amazon. You just pay. You can just PayPal Garrick's wife. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just uh, do shipping for three months. Can you do three months shipping? Three months shipping. I'm, I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And that's all I got for toys, guys. That is the scoop. Well, mm-hmm. ladies and germs, it has been another rousing episode of Fly Casual. Welcome you back. Hopefully on 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 Dove's wings into 2016. Won't you follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138? We're Mister Foreign Correspondent in the UK is keeping all of us and you up to date, up to the minute with all major Star Wars news, rumors, toys, everything that's happening around the web. And we have a wonderful listenership and followership that actually uh, that provide us with things, even if it if slips through the cracks and we're sending it right back out to all of you. So if you want to know stuff as it's coming up, as it's hitting, that's a place to be. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast, And like us on there and catch all of the news and discussions that are happening there. It's a hip-hop Hip hopping community. There we go. Got it. And hip, uh, hop, a hippity hop. Yeah. Oh, sorry. A rip rap, rippity do. Oh. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but you definitely want to be a part of that because that is where all this is coming from. And, of course, if you want to see everything that we've been talking about, go to betterkind.com and click on the show notes, fly casual episode, whatever the heck we're on. I always forget every time. 72. 72. And, uh, and, and you can see the links to the sources of uh, some of the things that we've been, all of the things we've been talking about, really. So, uh, please, and also, while, uh, while you're out there, why don't you uh, hop on iTunes, Stitcher, and give us a review uh, that would really, uh, it helps us reach new listeners and it helps us uh, spread the word on what we're doing here. And that's what it all comes down to is tickling the lovely little eardrums of all the thirsty and hungry fans out there. So that's what we want to do because that's what we are. And, uh, what's the, what's the line from Tommy boy? You know, I make car parts for the working man. We make podcasts <laughs> for the star Wars fan. Cause oh, that's, that's who we are. You know, that's who I'm we sorry, are. I'm an idiot. That's who we care about. I don't know. <laughs> that's who I am. He doesn't say I'm an idiot, but you're not allowed to say what he said back then. You have to stick your head up a butcher's ass. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. It's got to be your bull. Dang it. It's got to be your bull. In the meantime, I'm Corey. There's Howie back there. Yo. And, of course, there's Garrick. 
M-O-O-N. That spells jelly. That's true. And Mike. (laughs) See you later. We are jelly. Oh, yeah. Bees! Bees in the car! (laughs) Luke, I am your father. They're stink crazy! crazy!